Everybody wanna talk, they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move the lips. Just a bunch of chipper rich motherfuckers act they forgot about trade. What do you say to somebody you hate? What? Anyone trying to make trouble your way? Wanna resolve things with the money you wave? But just cut your tape of NWA. One day I was walking by with the walk knob. When I caught a guy giving a knock or not, dragging him off with the parking lot. You know, I don't give a fuck if it's dark or not. Harder than me trying to talk dogs, but I'm drunk as fuck. Next to a humongous truck in a two-car garage yeah. Walking out with two broken legs Trying to walk it off Well, fuck you too, bitch, call the cops I'ma kill you when them loud-ass motherfucking parking dogs And when the dog came out of your dress stood next to a burned-down house With a can for the gas and a hand for the matches And they weren't found out right here Since they hear all that, it's a chronic too Start today, tomorrow's a new And I still love for the love to choke you to death With the Carlton Choo Chicka, 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 slim shady I had a letter to the twin babies And Mercedes band with the windows up To the tent rows up to the mid-80s I call them men ladies Side doc, but I've been crazy Woo! It's Ken Go to him, Haley Yo, you did it with him, yo Nowadays, everybody wanna talk They got something to say But nothing comes out when they move the lips Just a bunch of chipper rich Motherfuckers act that they forgot about trades Nowadays, everybody wanna talk They got something to say But nothing comes out when they move the lips Yep, yep Shit my pants on camera Check. I got it! I got it! Nice! Oh, yeah. I also got some dude's briefcase. <laughs> I believed in you, buddy. <laughs> but you should put that back. Yeah. How did you get this? <laughs> well, what... <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. You shattered... You shattered it. Not only did you hit the well, light switch, that's you a wrap. shattered it. That's not something that props can fix. That's gonna be a little harder to fix. Sorry. I'm out! Everyone loves a good comeback story, right? Seabiscuit, The Mighty Ducks, Robert Downey Jr., uh, who Rocky. else? Rocky. Yes. Kim Kardashian. Kim, well. In the video, she gets, she gets come on her back, I think. <laughs> Meet your new partner. I'm too old for this shit. I'm hooked on a feeling. I'm high on believing that you're in love with me. Lips as sweet as candy. It's taste is on my Hello, welcome to another episode of Two Peas on a Pod podcast. I'm Jason here as always with my co-host Dale, and today we're going to be doing a Guardians of the Galaxy uh, full discussion episode. There will be some spoilers in here, but don't worry, we'll let you know when those are coming. But uh, first of all, we're going to get started with some news. Uh, first thing I want to mention is the passing of Marilyn Burns. She uh, was found, uh, I think a friend found her, passed away in her house, and they don't really know what happened. You know, usually when they say that, it's suicide, generally. Um, Maybe. Uh, it's it's also been natural causes. So it's, right. I mean, she's, what, 65 years old? Yeah. 
which is not incredibly old, but you know, definitely could be a massive heart attack or something. But well, I'm wondering how long it had been since she had been seen. I mean, I, I know she's done quite a few conventions, but you know, generally when you read, uh, you know, found dead at their home, that's that's generally what that means. Not not always the case, but. Yeah, she'll be missed. You know, obviously known for uh, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre was her really, uh, you know, standout role. So why I got away. Most people, yeah. Most people uh, remember her from. But, uh, yeah, uh, one of my favorite movies and, you know, definitely going to be missed. So, you know, it's always a shame when we lose lose somebody like that. Seems like, you know, every every day, you know, we lose a big, you know, genre yeah. Genre actor, you know, whether it be a director, you know, makeup effects or actor. As you know, Dick Smith was last week. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, it's a sign of the times and we're getting older, so we're going to be losing all the people that, you know, we respect. But, uh, yeah, we'll go and get on to some other stuff here. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone is trying to get Sigourney Weaver to sign on for a female. Uh, Expendables type yeah. thing. I when they first announced Expendables, uh, Expendables. Yeah, is that the is that that's the that's why I've heard it as. Wow. But uh, I, Sigourney Weaver was like the first person mentioned, I think, and then uh, I've heard Salma Hayek, I think, thrown in there. You know, women who have actually done, you know, I guess badass roles. I need to get like Cynthia Rothrock or somebody. Yeah, or uh, you know, I'm not Sigourney Weaver, man. She's she like she's one of those people that like shuns all of her, you know, movies that involve stuff like that because she's such a you know anti-gun, you know, activist and all. So she probably wouldn't even hold a gun. She's like hold a sword or something. Or There's no a, guns in the movie at just all. Just a big double dong dildo. Yeah, she would just smack people in the jaw with it. It's just a giant, huge lesbian orgy. That's what it turns well, into. I would pay to watch that. Yeah. But, uh... I don't know. You think of any other people that would be good for that movie? Any other well, that's McCarthy. I think she'd be great. <laughs> <What's> McCarthy? <laughs> uh, man, a woman who have had action roles like that? I mean, the first one that comes to mind is Gina Davis. Yeah, that's true. She's done a bunch of good stuff. Um, you think about her, um, Bridget Fonda. Um, you know, all these ladies are older now. I don't know if they'd be able to do their action stuff, but I guess all the dudes in the Expendables are old. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't really have a problem with it. I don't see it. I don't really see it, see the project getting off the ground. But well, I mean, you don't really. Women don't typically go to action movies. No. You know. So I don't know how that would really work out. It's probably just, you know, fishing. Fishing the news and seeing how people react. And I don't dislike Sigourney Weaver. I dislike a lot of stuff she's done. You know, perfect example of these damn soapbox politician you yeah. know, actors that want to, you know, do stuff that they know nothing about. Well, that's a big thing now, man. They come down, you know, out of their, their crystal palace and try to talk to the regular people like they know what's going on. But yeah, that's nothing new. But 
let's see. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies is apparently oh. scheduled to to go again. You know, I thought it was kind of done. You know, this was what four or five years ago when they were talking about doing that movie. I'm surprised they didn't do it right after Abraham Lincoln. Uh, well, that movie was. I heard. I, I mean, I heard about it a long time ago. That they were talking about Natalie Portman mm-hmm. was going to star in it. I don't know. It, it sounds like it could be cool. A period piece. I don't know that Natalie Portman would do it though. Not unless they gave her a whole hell of a lot of money. Yeah. But uh, they they've got some folks signed on for it. I've not really heard of any of these. Young folks. Let's see. They got three actors that they've they've signed on. Is uh, Lily James, uh, Sam Riley, and Beth uh, Heathcote. I'm not familiar with any of these people. They all look like uh-huh. they're from the the Harry Potter movies or some shit. Um, but apparently, those are big stars these days. I don't, I don't keep up with the tween actors. Oh, man. The, the big, you notice just by the trailers we saw tonight that the young actors, that's the big thing. I like that Maze Runner. Nobody in there was over 16. <laughs> I don't know. I look pretty cool. I'm just saying the actors are getting young, like really young. Have you, have you heard of that book? No, no, I haven't. I was just curious. I've, uh... I guess it's from the... the uh, Hunger Games kind of thing. They're just kind yeah, of like sticking yeah, that's with exactly that. right. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Um, kind of an odd, odd premise. But, uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, the uh, Have you heard? I don't, did I talk about this last time? There's a, a Tremors reboot coming. Michael Gross is going to reprise his role. Are Seriously? You yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Burt Gummer. Are you going to get Reba McIntyre back? I, I doubt it. Uh, but after, what, four movies and a failed uh, series? Yeah. Old Burt's back. Burt's, Burt's going to bring the franchise back. I guess so. Um, uh, now, I wasn't aware it was going to be a reboot. After uh, he did Cool as Ice, they said, you know, we got to get him in a reboot for Tremors. Um. That's right. He wasn't cool as ice. Yeah. He? Um. That's been a whole while since I've seen that. Yeah, he's pretty awesome in there. He was all stuck up and old, of course. So he's a mortal enemy of Vanilla Ice. He was what the dad in that? Yeah, he was. Because like his daughter, Vanilla Ice, was sitting out on the street with Maul Wicker, looking like an idiot. And his daughter fell in love with him. <laughs> sure, he had a fast motorcycle. Yeah, he he certainly had that. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, one last thing I'll mention here. Uh, you know, they had the San Diego Comic Con and Screen Factory released their lineup oh. the, in the movies that are coming out. Have you heard about that? I don't think I have. No. Okay, uh, the Dark Half, Monkey Shines. Candyman 2, Candyman Farewell to the Flesh, Scarecrows, uh, Toby Hooper's Invaders from Mars, New Year's Evil, 
Robert England's Phantom of the Opera. Uh, mm-hmm. You did we, tell yeah, me about that. I know we talked about that one. Uh, Dolls, Mad Max, and Escape from New York. Escape so, from New York. Some good ones in that list, but uh, a lot of stinkers, too. Well, I, I'm curious to see what they put on Escape from New York. I just bought it on Blu-ray. I'd held off for so long, I just bought it. So um, who, who put that out before, do you remember? Um... Shit, I can't remember. Was it not MGM? I bet, I bet you it is, because everything... They Actually, it is. I know they put it out on DVD. So, yeah, they put it on the Blu-ray, too. But, uh... Have you seen Candyman 2? No. I've only seen the first one. Yeah, you're, you're better off. You know, I was such a big fan of the first one that I, uh... You know, I was really excited when the second one came out. And uh, don't live up to your expectations. It's it actually goes back and it, it, it does the whole origin story. Oh, it's just really fucking weird. I didn't like it. Um, Dark Half, you know, widely known as one of Romero's worst films. Yeah, but, you know, not my opinion. That's others. But uh, so Cat's Eye was another one. No, Monkey Shines. Oh, Monkey Shines. I keep thinking of Cat's Eye because I was thinking about that the other day. That movie scared the shit out of me as a kid. That little troll thing or whatever. Um, I saw Cat's Eye when I was really young, like three or four years old. Yeah, same here. I saw it young too. It was PG-13, so it was on TV all the time. Yeah, that's got to explain it. That's Drew Barrymore. Little Drew Barrymore, yeah. Um, Yeah, that troll was freaky as hell. I had tons of uh, nightmares about that thing. Um... Invaders from Mars there. That's something awesome. I'll look into. You've seen that before? Oh, yeah, I've got it. I've got the Midnight Movies. Oh, it's the Midnight Movies? Yeah. I saw it a few years ago for the first time. Or, I think I rented the VHS, but I didn't really remember a whole lot about it. Um, But, uh, yeah. It's a decent movie. Well, the cool thing is, the uh, flea market down the road, the guy there actually saw on that poster... For Invaders from Mars. How much does he want for it? 25 or 35 Really? About what I would expect for that one. Yeah. Uh, New Year's Evil. I've not seen that. Uh, you're not missing much. Uh, Mad Max. Yeah. That's on Blu-ray too already. Yeah, I've, I've got the Blu-ray. I, I just kind of wonder... I guess they're just probably trying to capitalize on the re-release or the the release of the new film probably coming so. out next summer. So is it next summer? It is twenty twenty fifteen, I guess. I guess so. I'm just not really seeing trailers for it. Yeah. Um. Next, I'll do Rogue Warrior. I bet. Yeah, because that that's probably mirror. Uh, MGM also. Yeah, I think it is. All of the I think most of these are MGM. Um, at least all the ones I've looked at are like the past what year or so they've been releasing just just you know, MGM stuff. Yeah, I've noticed that. That's I mean, MGM has such a good library of stuff. So it's, quite a bit of that's Orion. Yeah, which is uh, that's that's the best part about it. Like uh, what were we talking about? Uh, oh. Uh, 
without warning. Yeah. Is that, that's not out yet, is it? No, I don't think so. It's, it's coming out real soon, but that's that's another MGM title. And uh, I guess one last thing we can mention is that the production wrapped, the you know, principal wrapped on uh, Jurassic Park. So that that should be should be seeing some some footage of that, or at least a trailer, a teaser, something from that soon. Yeah, that's uh, that took three and a half months to film that, which um, is pretty pretty quick for a movie of that scale. That's that's you know even though they were talking about doing uh, practical effects, yeah, if they've already finished filming stuff like that, I don't know, I don't know what that bodes for that. If they've already finished filming, I mean, and there's not going to be a whole lot of CGI, I mean, what's the release date for that? Do they have one yet? I think somewhere next year. So, 2015? I don't know. I'm kind of worried because we haven't even seen a whole lot of, uh, you know, any kind of stills or anything. I don't know if that's good or bad news. Um, I don't know. Um. I've been reading a lot of conjecture about it. There's still people talking about that damn uh, shaving cream can that Nedry dropped into the mud. But that that can was only meant to last a few hours. They're saying that's going to be in the plot. Well, that's just people talking, you know. I don't. That's that can't be the plot. That'd be ridiculous. That was what Newman Newman dropped it. Yeah, Wayne Knight. Um. I don't know. I, you know, I think they they kind of did the same thing with the first Jurassic Park, if I remember correctly. Because the first time I saw anything about it was in a National Geographic magazine of all things. Really? They were they showed the full size T Rex being built. Um, it was a dinosaur issue, so I guess that's why they threw it in there. But uh, that's why I learned that it wasn't a detective story like my dad had told me. Oh, it's actually yeah. a dinosaur story. <laughs> um, you don't want to say Jurassic Park. It's obviously you can tell by the title that's from uh, that's a detective novel. I I guess I, you know I looked at it and I, I was like, what's that? You know, it's a, it has a T Rex skeleton on it, and it says Jurassic Park. My dad's just well, it's just some <laughs> sort of detective thing. I was like, oh, it disappointed the hell out of me. Yeah, until I saw that uh, that picture. It worked out in the long run. Well, it's fine. I mean, that movie was so good. I'm hoping this one will kind of be a return to form. I'm glad they're not shoehorning uh, characters and yeah. actors from the others in there because I hold the first one. The second one is not very good, and it had you know uh, Jeff Goldblum in that. Oh, yeah. The third one had Sam Neill. He couldn't save that. So, I mean, it, it's fine to go a different direction with it. That's not a problem to me. But this could go either way. It could be really good or terrible, I think. Yeah. Well, I guess we go ahead and segue into Guardians of the Galaxy since, uh, you know, Chris Pratt is going to be in yeah. Jurassic World also. So, um, yeah, we uh, were fortunate enough to be able to go watch uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and we'll go ahead and get started on that. Um what are your initial thoughts? I loved it. You know, I'd, I'd been hearing about it for quite a while for the last year, year and a half or so. Yeah. And, uh, 
You know, it wasn't like a must see movie for me. You know, I wanted to all. see Godzilla and uh, Dawn. Planet of the Apes. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's all I really needed yeah, to see. That's all I cared about, too. But, uh, man, when this was released and did so well, and I'd heard and it was just a good, fun movie. Yeah. I really wanted to see it. Uh, and I was uh, very pleased with it. Yeah, I know it's it's really, I kind of consider it a sleeper because, uh, you know, I, I wasn't ever really familiar with the comic Guardians of the Galaxy. I know it's a big Marvel movie, so obviously it's... I didn't know anything about yeah. any of them beforehand. I just thought that the trailer looked like shit. I thought the trailer looked stupid. Didn't, didn't, I mean, what did you think? Did you... I, the trailer didn't draw me to it. No. It looked really stupid. Uh, everybody's been jizzing their pants over this movie I mean, yeah. for the past week. And I'm like, God damn, I guess we're going to have to go watch it. So, uh, But, yeah, the movie stars uh, Chris Pratt as, as uh, the main guy, Star-Lord. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I've been a big fan of Chris Pratt for years, so it's nice to be able to see him land a role like this and you know be able to do uh, Jurassic World and this, apparently he's going to be in a, a Knight Rider movie really coming up but uh, yeah I've always uh, liked him on Parks and Recreation sitcom oh see I've, I've never really sat yeah. back and watched that yeah I've, I've been a fan of that show since it first started he's he, you know he's had a few film roles here and there he had a small role in uh, Jennifer's Body you probably haven't seen that but no. uh he played kind of like a, a redneck dude in that movie, but you know, really, really Same small movie. movie. I mean, really small role for him. So, but uh, yeah, it's nice to be able to see him get some recognition. Well, he already had prior uh, comedy. Exactly. Experience. I mean, that's that's primarily what he was known for. Okay. Is uh, oh, he had a role in that fucking uh, what was that damn uh, you know the Afghanistan movie where they had to go get. Uh, Osama or you know I'm talking about it came out a couple years ago uh, uh, Catherine Bigelow thing yeah 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 Zero Dark Thirty okay yeah um so that that was probably one of his bigger roles you know film roles which he gained a lot of weight for that role and uh you know he, he obviously lost it all for this movie he's been you know hitting the gym pretty hard yeah you can tell see I mean like go look at some screenshots of him from Parks and Rec like this past season, he was super fat. Like he had a wow. huge gut, which I don't know if it was for uh, Zero Dark Thirty that. or something else. I, I thought he gained it for Zero Dark Thirty, but I haven't seen that movie, so I'm not uh, sure. But uh, yeah, this is uh, directed by James Gunn, and uh, I've been a big fan of James Gunn for a while too. I didn't even know that he directed it until you told me tonight. Uh, you know, of course, started with trauma, and uh, the main thing I know him from is um, was uh, Slither. Mm-hmm. Same here. I'm a big fan of that. We got a poster up uh, behind Dale over here of Slither. I'm a big fan of that movie, and uh, also did Super. He did uh, the video game Lollipop Chainsaw. You know, just just done a lot of uh, just odd stuff, but uh, you got to start with uh, trauma, and I think. There you go. Yeah, that's yeah. a great screenshot. Wow. I think there was a, a little place in this movie with Lloyd Kaufman. 
I could be wrong, but I swear to God, I thought I saw Lloyd Coffin in the prison. Uh, see, honestly, I wouldn't even know what Lloyd Coffin looked like if I saw him. And you know, lots of cameos in there from lots of different people. And we'll we'll get to the end cameo here in a minute when we drop a spoiler tag. But um, you wanna you wanna say anything else about the cast? We got uh, Zoe Saldana. Yeah. Is uh, Gamora? She was good. Yeah, yeah. She's I've been impressed with her. She's a you know good you know great actress and you know has the action you know ability as well. She's done a lot of the action films. She did Columbiana she- and. Star Trek. Oh, well, she's a horror, isn't she? Yeah. Okay, I, so I haven't seen any of those. Um, uh, she was good. Uh, man, I thought Groot and Rocket Raccoon were going to be the... Stupid. Well, I, either that or they were going to be the, the sole reasons I liked the movie. Yeah. And they were great. They really were. Yeah. Groot... Reminded me so much of the Iron Giant. Oh, you know, he's the uh, voice of you yeah. know, Vin Diesel's the same voice, yeah, but yeah. I, I guess it's it just sounded like it, and he almost acted like it too. Yeah. Um. But uh, man, Drax the Destroyer was it Dave Bautista? Oh yeah, yeah. For, you got to mention him. He uh, he surprised me. Yeah. He really did. Yeah. He was really really good. Um. And uh, he's the one who, uh, like I was saying earlier, he almost steals the show. I, I think he did, me. yeah. I think he's definitely the standout. Because oh. I've seen him in some other stuff. He was in The uh, Man with the Iron Fist. I don't know if you saw. There was a, the guy from Wu-Tang Clan, RZA, directed a movie. Or he starred in it. Maybe he directed I'm not sure. But anyway, he was the main star. And Dave Bautista was in that movie as... Uh, like this guy's like skin was made out of like metal or some sort, you know. But kind of a kind of a similar type role right. for him. But uh, you know, I haven't really seen him in a whole lot of other movies. But yeah, he dude. I mean, dude had some great, uh, you know, comedic timing and yeah. and uh, yeah, he just he really pulled it off. He nice. probably my favorite character in the movie. Um, I mean, he's a you know former wrestler. WWF, but he's way bigger than he was when he was a wrestler. He's uh, he was pretty damn huge in this. He's definitely got the physique to be a, I mean, big action star. I see him, you know. Well, actually, just another little bit of news. I I read that uh, they're remaking Bloodsport, and he's going to be in a. Is he going to be the bad guy? I I don't know. They just need to bring Bolo back for that. But, Bolo Young? Uh, oh, fucking hey! The hit I'd see that was in that movie. Um, but, uh, think of who else? I was surprised to see, like, uh, Gwen Close in it. That was great casting. Um, uh, Benicio Del Toro. Yeah. Uh, and who is that guy? That comedy guy? John C. Riley? Yeah, him. I love him. Yeah. I don't know why I forgot his name. I just. You know, he goes from uh, playing in uh, Gangs of New York yeah. as an asshole cop. Yeah. And then he does goofy shit like Talladega Nights and uh, Walk Hard. Step Brothers. Yeah, that too. He's really good. Yeah, he's he's a funny dude. And, uh, yeah, he is. He's a really good actor too. It's great casting in this movie, I think. Yeah, I had no problem with anyone. 
the movie's funny. Uh, it's got some yeah, good, it's, funny parts in it, but it's not like stupid and it just stops the movie dead no, in its tracks. That's, that's writing, I think. That's that's what sets it apart from other films. Exactly. It all works. From other other similar type films. Um, you know, I gotta yeah. say, watching this movie, I think it's gonna have a huge influence on Star Wars. Really? However they do Star Wars next year. Definitely, the people are comparing this to Star Wars big time. Yeah. I'm not really sure why. The only thing I can see is the, uh, the the ships, the battles, and all that. Yeah, you know, it's that spectacle. Let's say spectacle thing. And Star Wars is never, you know, funny like this. But uh, look at the. I mean, even the the poster there is you know almost yeah. reminiscent of a Star Wars. Um, you know the theatrical poster, but I, I'm sure. Yeah, but then again, Star Wars is Disney too. Sure, sure. So I'm sure they're going to take note of how well this is doing, though. Yeah, and it will influence Star Wars. But yeah, definitely. I mean, this this, this movie is just doing doing gangbusters. You know, it uh, highest uh, August release ever, highest earnings of an August release. Just you know, domestic. To ninety-four million. Is that right? I'm not sure of the yeah. exact. Um, it it really surprised me, man. I'm I'm not a really big comic book fan, you know. Well, there are certain properties I do like, but I've never been I've been more into movies than comics. No, you, and, uh, there, there, there's a good many comics that you're into, but just not not the typical, uh, you know. Well, Marvel like this. Not not the typical. A superhero, yeah. Type, type. Well, you've I've always, always been into the graphic that. novels and stuff. Yeah, I like Punisher. You know, yeah. I like Garth Ennis's Punisher Ryan. That's one of the best things I've ever read. Yeah, right. Um, but I mean, you got me into a lot of stuff like uh, you know Dark Knight and um, uh, the Watchmen and you know some Sin City. Right. You got me into all that. Oh, did I? Oh. Yeah. yeah, I guess the more fringe kind of comics. Uh, not not the stuff that was really geared towards kids, I suppose. Right, yeah, the more adult stuff. Um, but, uh, so I didn't know anything about the Guardians of the Galaxy. I'd heard about Rocket and Groot, but that's it. Uh, the, the only other name I recognized in this whole movie was Thanos. Um, I recognize his, uh, his face, too. Yeah. I know he'll probably be in the second movie, right? I'm, I'm on about it, yeah. Where, I, I know, like I remember seeing him on the cover of comics that I never read, but then I was with that, yeah, scrotum chin, yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, back to the cast here, you know, we uh, we haven't mentioned Michael Rooker yet. Oh man, he was good. He's he's good at everything. He, uh, just, I think he was perfect for that role, honestly. He just he plays himself basically. I mean, he doesn't do anything different. He plays just like everything else. He just was dressed up with this weird getup and had blue skin and a weird metal mohawk. And the only thing I've seen of his where he's not like that is uh, Henry. Henry, exactly. Yeah, that movie's disturbing as shit. But um, I, I I like to see him like this. He, you know, you can even see being this way in uh, 
like uh, The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. He was in that. He's just a, a redneck. Yeah. But. Well, it's almost like he's, I mean, that, that's his character now. You know, that's who he is yeah. now. He's playing to it instead of probably trying to get rid of his accent. He's amping it up, you know. Well, it's, it's working for him. Yeah. You know, why not? He's, I mean, he's he's worked on a lot of stuff for uh, James Gunn. I know he did Super, and he was in Slither also. I'm sure he's done some other stuff for him. Um, but another cast member was uh, Karen Gillan. Yeah. From uh, I I remember her from uh, Doctor Who playing yeah. Amy Pond. Yeah. I think it's right after she left Doctor Who that she went to work on this. Really. Because she, uh, yeah, she had to shave her head for it. I remember that. Oh, she shaved her head, so she was really bold. Yeah. Wow. She, uh, for, uh, she played Nebula. Yeah. She was good. It's kind of one of the right-hand man for uh, Ronan, the mm-hmm. bad guy in the movie. Played by Lee Pace. He's another one that... Uh, I'm not familiar with him myself. He's kind of been, you know, hasn't done a whole lot of stuff. Um, He was in Lincoln, of course. But uh, trying to remember the movie that I remember him from. He he was in a movie where he played a a gay guy that was in the military. Trying to find the name of it, Soldier's Girl, or maybe not a gay guy, maybe a, a, a transvestite or something. But uh, that, that was the first thing I remember him coming out on. But sorry, you were talking about uh, Karen. No, 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 that's fine. That's about all I have to say about her. She, you know, strangely enough, we just watched the movie Oculus like uh, a few nights ago, and she was in that. I knew somebody was in this movie that I saw recently because I looked her up, and I said, "Oh shit, she's in the new Guardians of the Galaxy." So, see, I'm not familiar with Doctor Who, so I'd never seen her before. I'm not. Uh, I'm guessing that's what made her. Uh, a name for American fans. Probably. Because she's uh, Scottish. Does she have a Scottish accent in Doctor Who? Uh, not really. Oh, really? But, uh... No, you know, I guess I can hear a little bit. But see, the Doctor, before the one she was with, was Scottish. And he had a bit of an accent. But, uh... Let's see... The uh, I don't know if you remember the character's name. Uh, Karath was a Digimon. Digimon Hanasu, the uh, the black guy. Oh yeah, black yeah. guy with the metal things in his head. Mm-hmm. He's done a ton of stuff too. I remember him from uh, Amistad. Yeah, and Gladiator. Oh, he's in Gladiator. Mm-hmm. Cool. He's awesome. He's he's a really good actor. He a good is. character actor. Oh, he was in Blood Diamond. Yeah. He's done a ton of stuff. But he was in the island. Constantine. Yeah, he's staying pretty busy. Oh yeah. De- you know, definitely working. Uh what do you think about the uh, special effects? No, oh, yeah, they're spot on. I mean you had a whole character that, that was or a, a few characters that were all CGI Groot and uh Rocket. Yeah. Uh, voiced by Bradley Cooper. Yeah. 
You know, I could have watched that whole movie and I never could have told you that was Bradley Cooper's voice. I couldn't ever recognize it. I don't know if he if he was just doing a voice the whole time or if it was somehow modified. Uh, it may have been modified. I, I have a feeling like Vin Diesel's voice was modified. It was from Iron Giant. Oh, really? And they gave him more metallic sound than Iron okay. Giant. So they probably modified it a bit here. Yeah, man. Fucking uh, Vin Diesel. This is... Vin Diesel's been doing a lot of stuff lately. I mean, he's he's been in... I mean, the past few summers, you know, he's always been in one of the Fast and the Furious movies, so... Yeah. He's really banking. Oh. But, uh, yeah, I guess we can talk about the special effects a little bit more. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I, I liked them. I, I think the way they uh, created the worlds and everything was really... It was beautiful in some some aspects. Yeah. Uh, I like seeing that in these movies. These yeah. alien worlds made well like that. That, to me, is where CGI is really used well. Sure, sure. It's... Um, one thing I, I I was kind of surprised by I think a lot of the special I mean a lot of the uh, the makeup effects mm-hmm. were practical. Yeah, I think they were probably enhanced a little bit. The colors were probably more vibrant. Mm-hmm. Don't you think like the skin tones? Probably. Yeah, I can see that with were, uh, Gamora and uh, well, wherever Karen Gillan was. Yeah, Karen Gillan and all the people that were blue. You know, uh, mm-hmm. Michael Rooker's character. And, uh, well, yeah, he almost glowed. Yeah, I know. You know. It looked good, though. It didn't look, you know, cheesy. It looks like something that, you know, ten years from now, we're not going to go back and say how shitty it looked. Like, yeah. you know, say the Ninja Turtles. Because I say that looks shitty now. You know? Well, I, th- I think the reason why is because they're trying to go for too much realism there. Yeah. With this, with Guardians of the Galaxy, they use the color palette that... It's like it's a comic book come to life. Right. You know, they realize what it is, yeah. and they go with it. So it keeps from aging really bad. It, yeah, it works definitely. But, I mean, even even Rocket, I thought it looked looked really good. He had a lot of good emotion. Yeah, and there because he was pissed off half the movie. Yeah, it's kind of kind of an odd uh, character. I to tell you the truth, man. I was really surprised that it worked. It, it just yeah, such same, yeah. a such a stupid concept. You know, mm-hmm. like a. What is he? A, a, I know a raccoon, but I don't really know his backstory. He he's been genetically modified with uh, cybernetic parts attached to him. They said he was the result of illegal experimenting. So uh, I, I don't know. It's some fucked up asshole made him. Yeah, it's, basically, it's just really really weird. Um, Groot really didn't have a backstory. I didn't really need one. Um, other than. Man, see, my favorite scene, at least as of yet, yeah. is uh, with Grin. This is a spoiler just for uh, we'll, a little while. We'll go ahead and drop the spoiler tag here, guys. So if you haven't yeah. seen the movie and you want to watch it, uh, go ahead and turn this off because we're probably going to have some pretty heavy spoilers coming up. Um, man, when he's, uh, they've got the rows of those uh, soldiers coming at him, and he extends his oh, arm yeah. through that line of them that was and awesome. beats the shit out of them repeatedly for no reason right it was way overboard with it oh it's like five seconds too yeah. long yeah and then he just smiles at yeah at, 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 uh, that, was that was great that I like that too it's touches like that that were really funny that really made it for me and, they, uh, it's almost like James Gunn knew what it was and just had fun with it 
Yeah. That, that was right up his alley, I think. That's why he was the perfect choice for yeah. this. Because that's, that's how he works, you know? that's All his movies have been that way. Well, you know. And he's writing the second one. So I'm glad he, he's still attached. He's got a writing credit on this movie. I don't know. Exactly yeah, he does. Him and, and how uh, much. a woman. I can't remember her name. Oh. But, uh, uh, Nicole Perlman. Hmm. That's uh, Ron's sister. I'm joking. Is it Ron? No, oh, oh, God. Okay. Um, you keep giving me with these zingers there. Uh, There's four uh, credits on the movie, but the. Dan Dan Abnett and and Andy Lanning they're both from the comic book. Okay. So that's probably the source material. Yeah. And then James Gunn and Nicole Perlman wrote the script. Um, what'd you think of that awesome uh, Stan Lee cameo? That yeah that happened. Mm-hmm. Kind of kind of getting a little old seeing Stan Lee in that role, but. Fuck it, it's Stanley. You know, I don't really have a problem with it. Um, yeah, I put him in every single one of them. Didn't he have like a, a chick on each of his arms? He had a woman who was probably twenty years old. Yeah, and he's ninety something years old. Yeah, he was he was getting some. God, that guy's ninety. He looks he looks great. Yeah, physically. Whatever sure that fun. guy has been doing, man, keep it up. Um, I mean, dude's busy too. He still goes to conventions. Yeah. I mean, he stays very busy. He's still racking out money. Which there's a really good uh, documentary if you guys haven't seen it on uh, Netflix. Uh, I forget the name of it, but it's all about Stanley and his his life. Oh, it's so called like True Believer or something like that. I oh, used to use that in the comics a lot. You haven't seen it? No, I haven't seen it. You'd probably like that. Yeah, there's yeah. several documentaries on there I need to watch. It's uh, <clears throat> it's some weird name like that. Um, I'll, I'll look it up here in a minute. What uh, about the soundtrack? <laughs> that, that that's one minor complaint I have. It it, it was a bit much, I think. Doing that, it was seventies and eighties music. It was uh definitely somebody's personal, you know, choice in music, you know. But you know, I didn't dislike it. You know, it, it did fit, you know, with the premise of the movie. You know, it with the whole, you know, his his awesome mixtape. Yeah, and but, another spoiler, yeah. he's got another one, so that'll be the soundtrack for the uh, second one, I'm sure. I didn't I didn't dislike it, but it was, a, you know, it did get a bit old, I think, but at least it wasn't songs that you've heard a thousand times, you know, it was yeah. some, some, you know, some stuff that, you know, is not as common, um, and the fucking, like, uh, like Hooked on a Feeling, mm-hmm. you know, the one they kept using in the trailer. Yeah. I was just like, this fucking tree is a goddamn raccoon, and they're playing hooked on a feeling. This shit's stupid. I mean, <laughs> well, I, I like when they played it when uh, Star Wars getting beat to shit. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, that, that was a great, great choice there. Um, but uh, you want to talk about Benicio del Toro's uh, small role in here? I, I guess. I, you know, I don't. He was just weird looking, man. But he's always been able to make that weird. Unnerving face. Yeah. I mean, he looked creepy as hell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, perfect. Perfect role for him. I'm a big Benicio Del Toro fan. I, I really would like to see him get more films, you know, get more uh, where he's, you know, the main star. Good films. 
Yeah. Not another Wolfman. No, that's yeah, that's definitely a black mark on his record there. Um, not his fault though. No, no, no. I don't. I don't blame any actors for that. That was just a shitty situation all around. Man, this. Uh, I'm looking at uh, Nicole Perlman, the, the the other writer. She's done like virtually nothing. Right. I mean, she wrote this movie, and she's got another movie coming out that she wrote a treatment for. She's like no one. It's kind of odd. Maybe she's dating Sam Gunn or something. Maybe. But, uh, i trying to think of what else. Um, um, I guess we can go ahead and get to the the, the end scene, the final scene of the movie. That's, yeah, the stinger or whatever the hell some people are calling it. Stinger? After the uh, credits. <laughs> I call it a stinker. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of disappointed by it. Well, I like the way he looked. It's 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 Howard the Duck. Yeah. Uh, at the very end, he's part of. I see Benicio del Toro play the collector. Right. He's part of that collection. Right. Was well, he? Uh, he was supposed to be something he was collecting. Yeah. And he just broke out or whatever. Uh, yeah, because it all blew up. Yeah. You know, he's sitting there drinking a martini himself. Uh, I've had no problem with him using Howard the Duck, but two things that bothered me about that. One, that's Seth Green doing the voice. Really? I'm not a big Seth Green fan. Did you know how did, did you know that when yeah. you saw the movie? Yeah, because it was spoiled for me, because the assholes on the internet loved to do that. So you already knew it was. Yeah. Damn. Uh, but... The other problem I had was, uh, well, I guess not a problem, it's just weird. They made Howard look almost exactly, or they took the design from the movie, the 1985 Lucas movie, and CGI'd it. And they gave him tiny, horrible doll eyes, so he looks hideous, he really does, he looks weird. Um... but uh, I just thought that was weird. You know, he's, he had the, the curl in his hair, the full suit, just like he did at the beginning of uh, Howl of the Dark. Dude, I, I didn't like it. It it felt forced, and it felt like it was t- just tagged on at the end because these Marvel movies, that's their thing now. Yeah. They've got to have yeah. the fucking pages of the comic book flipping at the beginning, and then they've got to have the fucking, you know, scenes after the credits. Or like the Avengers, have like six scenes in between, during, and after the credits. Uh, well, see, not having that, man, you've got people thinking that there's a Howard the Duck movie on the way. If that happens, I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm not gonna be surprised because Stranger Things have happened. But somebody, I mean, somebody's working on something in Marvel, man. Because that's weird. Well, Rocket worked. You know, they may be able to make it work with Howard. Rocket worked in this movie, but he wouldn't work by himself. No, he wouldn't. Not at all. Maybe Howard the Duck will be in the second movie or something. Uh, yeah, he becomes... And I could see that working a lot better, well, being in an ensemble cast. I think Howard, if I'm correct, actually did crossovers with Doctor Strange. If I'm even right, I may be totally wrong there. As I'm talking about, about making that movie. Uh, 
Lord Kaufman was in there. Was he? Oh, okay. Un, you know, uncredited, of course. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I don't know how that would work. The first one was terrible. Yeah, you're right. He can't hold his own movie, but maybe if they get uh, Leah Thompson back and uh, Tim Robbins and Jeffrey Jones, uh, maybe they'll have a chance. I want Jeffrey Jones to do the uh, motion capture for Howard the Duck. Yeah. Just. Uh, I, I heard that Tim Robbins won't even talk about that movie. Howard the Duck? Yeah. Why? Well, you do realize he's too good for anything. Because uh, it was such a flop. That's exactly why. I saw that when I was a kid, young kid, and mm-hmm. I didn't hate the movie, you know. I haven't seen it in probably 25 years, but... Well, uh, if you go back and watch it now, I guarantee you, you will hate it. I can't get through it. I just... Man, Leah Thompson was smoking hot. Yeah, she was. She is, uh... She's the only reason I try to watch it again. Yeah. But when she's trying to seduce Howard yeah, in the bed. I mean, she's hot, but that's just weird. His little duck boner. Yeah, his corkscrew. His corkscrew. His penis. His corkscrew condoms. And he just uses his dick to open up a bottle of wine. <laughs> I'd pay to watch that. Um, but, uh, yeah, any any closing thoughts? Uh, I... I Looking forward to a sequel, even though it's going to be three years away. You said, what, 2017? Yeah. So July 28th, 2017. I mean, I think that's a good move as far as making a quality film. Yeah. I I think it's kind of surprising considering the... I mean, if this was anybody else, there'd be another movie coming out next fucking summer. Like I was saying, I guess, after the movie, uh, I think it's... Well, you even mentioned it, too. Marvel... That's such a full play. They can afford to do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like if they wait and don't release Guardians next year, they're going to lose any money because mm-hmm. you've got Age of Ultron coming out. Uh, and they're going to be working well, they, on Captain America three. Is that is that coming out before this sequel, Captain America three? I don't know. Let's see. I'm trying to think of what's what they haven't done. Um, who else was in uh, uh, the Avengers? Thor and Iron Man. Thor had a movie last year. Captain America had a movie this year. There'll probably either be another Iron Man or another Thor before. Yeah. Before this movie, right? Probably since since Captain America did one this year, they may do that the sequel to end twenty seventeen as well. Damn. Honestly, man, I don't want to see them. Well, they're doing July twenty eighth. That's good. Same time of the year for Guardians. Because, you know, let's say they they see the uh, the box office for this weekend, where they put it, and it's like, well, shit, we got to put that in June. You know, the beginning of summer or something. And it flops. Because yeah. it can't compete against anything else. Yeah. Right now, it can. My Ninja Turtles is coming out next weekend. Guardians is going to smash that. Next week? I think it's August 8th. Yeah, this Friday. This Friday. You're right. Yeah. It is gonna. It is gonna kill that that, um, that box office for that movie. With all the fucking word of mouth. Yeah. This week. 
It's uh, Guardians is not gonna. It's gonna stay at number one. Sure. Uh, and that's awesome, you know. So them sticking with that, though, I think is a good idea, provided that the climate, the cinema climate, is the same in three years. Because you never know. Yeah. You know, it changes pretty fast. Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, I, I think I, just the last thing I'll mention on this movie, uh, you know, this is not, not really my thing. I'm not really a big comic book movie guy. Uh, you know, I like a lot of the movies. I'm just not going to run out and see them in the theater. Um, look, I, I, I saw Avengers two years ago. Avengers has been a little while, hasn't it? Not not last summer, summer before. I think so. But anyway, yeah. I saw that in the theater because my wife's uh, nephew was in town. You know, otherwise I probably wouldn't have seen that in the theater. But uh, yeah, I like this movie a lot. I, I, it's you know not really my cup of tea, but I, I, I did enjoy it. I'm glad I saw it. But uh, I'm probably gonna you know disappoint some people here. But I, I'm gonna say maybe a little bit overhyped. Because, I mean, I haven't heard one negative thing about this movie. Everybody has just been, it's the best thing ever. It's the new Star Wars, Star Wars of our generation. Yeah. Heard all kinds of, you know, bold claims like that. And, I mean, that that may be true as far as the, uh, you know, significance of the movie goes. But, you know, I don't, I think that may be a you know, pretty bold statement. But that, that goes with anything you know, big like that, I guess. But, no, they'll overhype it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, you know, I enjoyed it and uh, glad we, you know, glad we got to go see it. Yeah, I am too. I think we would after that first theater. Yeah, today was like a dollar or like a discount night. Yeah. At both theaters we went to, so. Well, that's why I was so surprised. You know, I was, uh, the Tinsel Tunnel was cheaper yeah. than the Regal one. Five bucks. Yeah, had less people. Five bucks. We got to see. Uh, it's five twenty-five at Tinseltown. Six at Regal. Oh, it was five twenty-five. Oh, um, that's not so, too bad. Hmm. Not too bad. No, it wasn't. It wasn't as bad as I thought. Pretty, pretty big crowd. We got to sit like in the very, not the front row, but the second row in the fucking uh-huh. front, which I hate doing that. Man, you know, it reminded me of when me, you, and another old friend of ours went to see a movie. And we had to sit. In liar, Vegas liar. Auditorium. Was it liar, liar? Yes, it was. Yeah. Very front row of the right side. I the last three seats there. And I couldn't see shit. It was just Jim Carrey's face, yeah. his mouth moving the whole time. The speakers were, you know, 20, 30 feet behind me. I couldn't, you couldn't hear anything either. That was a problem I had in this movie. I think the sound was off in that theater. Yeah, I didn't... Um, Pop like uh, like, it, it, like Dawn it, of the Planet of the Apes. Did, like it needed you know? to be turned up or something. Like it was yeah. not loud enough. And I know you said it maybe because we were so up front, but I've never experienced that before. I had trouble with some of the dialogue. I did too. Um, so and, I'm probably gonna go back and see it. And uh, it it almost looked a bit uh, you know sketchy on some of the visuals too. Did you, you get any? Just I think it was the. What we were, you know, where we were watching it, not the movie yeah. itself. But uh, yeah, definitely would would uh, warrant a, another watch. But uh, yeah, I I definitely say check it out, guys. And uh, this will go ahead and get off here. And we appreciate you listening. 
And as always, you can check us out on Twitter at Two Peas on a Pod. That's the number two, and you can uh, give us some you know, recommendations, any comments, anything like that, anything you want us to talk about, any movies you want us to watch. We'd appreciate it. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next time.